Section 11 of Hildebrand and His Times by William Richard Ward Stevens. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 8 State of the Church in Italy. Survey of the Position of the Papacy in Europe. Death of Alexander II. 1073. Whilst the German kingdom was being weakened by internal dissensions, Hildebrand had been consolidating the papal power in Italy, striving to heal the schism in the church in Lombardy, to cement the friendship with Beatrice and Matilda of Tuscany, and to preserve the alliance with the Normans in Apulia. In Milan, the Paterines, under Ariolt and Landulf, seemed to have secured the submission of the church to Rome. But as soon as Catalus was set up as antipope, Archbishop Vito, Guido da Valate, and many of the clergy went over to his side. In 1065 Landulf died, but his brother Erlembald, a warlike knight and a religious enthusiast, took his place as leader of the Paterines. If his brother had chastised the piquant clergy with whips, he was resolved to chastise them with scorpions. The married men were searched out and punished with the most merciless severity. Archbishop Vito excommunicated Ariald and Erlembald, but the latter appealed to Rome early in 1066, and came back armed with a consecrated banner and a bull excommunicating the archbishop. For a time he and Ariald carried all before them, but a rash attempt to alter the old Ambrosian use, which the Milanese held in peculiar veneration, provoked a fierce tumult. Ariald fled for refuge to Legnano, where he was cruelly murdered. Erlembald was forced to quit the city, and the archbishop and his partisans returned. The cause of the Paterines, however, was popular with the country folk, and the death of Ariald only irritated the party to fresh exertions. Erlembald soon raised a force with which he regained possession of the city, and the old oaths, so often taken, so often broken, pledging the clergy to renounce simony and marriage, and the laity to persecute simoniacal or married priests, even to death, were once more administered. In the year 1068, Vito, weary of strife, resigned the archbishopric of Milan. Erlembald was instructed by Hildebrand to take care that a canonical election was made by the clergy and people with the assent of the pope and without investiture by the german king meanwhile however vito had sent godfrey a subdeacon a milanese of good family to the german court with the ring and staff recommending him as his successor and offering a handsome sum to the king if he acceded to the recommendation henry imprudently invested him but the people and clergy of Milan refused to accept him, and the Pope excommunicated both Godfrey and the Archbishop. The vacillating Vito apologized, did penance, and resumed his office, while Godfrey retired to his family castle at Castiglione. In August 1071, Archbishop Vito died. Then the strife began again. There was a general agreement that the election should be made by the canons of the cathedral, but should it be confirmed by the king or by the pope? That was the question. Erlembald strove to get it settled in favor of the pope, but there was a strong party, chiefly of the upper ranks in Milan, who upheld the right of the king. 
six months were consumed in debate and negotiation at length erlembald deemed himself strong enough to carry the election on january sixth ten seventy two a motley multitude of laymen and clerics brought together from the neighbouring towns as well as from milan elected a young deacon named atto not connected with the cathedral and otherwise of no distinction the citizens of milan were enraged at the appointment they dragged the wretched atto from the palace to the church of st mary and forced him to mount the pulpit and there repudiate his own election the pope and hildebrand however pronounced his election valid and his repudiation of it worthless erlembald was plentifully supplied with money from rome and had a strong armed force at his back and with the help of these two potent instruments gold and iron he remained master of milan in piacenza also and cremona the paterine party had the upper hand but the crowning mercy for the cause of alexander was the death of catullus the antipope honorius the second which occurred early in the year ten seventy two the ten years schism had ended distinctly to the advantage of the hildebrandists the strength of the lombard opposition was broken the power of the german king was contracted many of the italian cities were grateful to rome for having put a check upon the despotic rule of the bishops and their captains and if we take a wider survey we see the power of rome taking deeper root in every part of western europe in southern italy no doubt the cupidity and ambition of the normans were often a source of anxiety to the pope and as a check upon their advances northwards hildebrand sometimes deemed it prudent to give some support to a rebellious norman vassal or to the remnants of lombard power in the neighbourhood of benevento on the other hand blended with a spirit of proud independence and daring enterprise in the norman leaders there was a singular vein of religious sentiment the conquerors had craved absolution from leo the ninth and acknowledged him as their suzerain on the very field where they had defeated his army they received the pope with profound respect whenever he visited them and they rigorously enforced the papal decrees against simony and clerical marriage within their dominions robert guiscard divorced himself from his wife alberara on religious scruples as being too near of kin and was on terms of intimate friendship with desiderius the abbot of monte cassino a desire to deliver the christians from the yoke of the saracens was at least one of the motives which impelled robert and his brother roger to undertake the conquest of sicily in ten sixty one the gift of a banner blessed by the pope stimulated their ardour and stamped the enterprise with a religious character the normans in fact won southern italy and sicily for the church of rome with the fall of otranto in ten sixty eight and bari in ten seventy one the last foothold of the eastern emperors upon italian soil was wrested from them and by the conquest of sicily the wave of mohammedan aggression was beaten back the expulsion of the heretic and the infidel from that part of europe was the work of the normans and opened a clear field there for the introduction of the papal sway the good service which the normans were doing for the papacy in italy and sicily may have partly determined hildebrand to support the great design of william of normandy against england 
we know at any rate that william's envoy gilbert of lisieux came to advocate the duke's claim to the english crown at the papal court a year after the consecrated banner had been sent to roger in sicily 1064 there was no ambassador to plead the cause of england's liberties and england's king but from hildebrand's own pen we learn that the question was earnestly debated amongst the cardinals and that he was reproached by some of his colleagues for espousing william's side and furthering a design which must lead to bloodshed his counsels however prevailed and the norman conqueror of england like the norman conqueror of sicily led his army to victory beneath a banner blessed by the roman pontiff the sanction given to william's enterprise by the pope may indeed be regarded as one of the master strokes of hildebrand's genius no heresy no lack of respect for the roman see could fairly be laid to the charge of the english church she could boast of her saints and of her ministers as well as any church in christendom but the insular position of the country was reflected in the character of the church in certain peculiarities of ritual and in the use of the vernacular in its close connection with the state in its slowness if not reluctance to adopt some of the latest monastic reforms and the decrees respecting clerical marriage it was an intensely national church hildebrand had the sagacity to see that if the enterprise of william succeeded england could be brought within the more direct influence of rome for it would be closely connected with the continent it would be ruled by a man who was the friend of lanfranc the most learned champion of roman doctrine and roman rights and would be occupied by a people whose countrymen were already in alliance with the apostolic see thus the ecclesiastical even more than the political liberties of england were overthrown on the day when william conquered harold as the appeal of william to the papal court strengthened the claim of the pope to dispose of crowns and kingdoms at his pleasure so the conquest of england sanctioned by the pope seemed to give him a peculiar right over the english church and strengthened his pretensions to be the supreme leader of the church in all other countries in gaul mainly through the influence of the cluniacs the papacy found most zealous supporters even the fierce folk count of anjou was a warm advocate of the reforms which the hildebrandine party was pressing on the church during the minority of philip i the church was almost the only restraining influence upon the prevailing lawlessness and disorder partly through the institution of the truce of god which required a cessation of hostilities during certain holy seasons partly through the encouragement given by the pope to the nobles to turn their arms against the saracens one of the most attractive fields of enterprise for military champions of the church was spain after the omeyad dynasty came to an end in 1031 the dominion of the arabs began to fall to pieces the country was divided amongst a number of independent and rival emirs the christian population had it been united might easily have overcome them but it lacked a central power sancho the great king of castile and navarre 1030 seemed likely to become such a leader but he died in 1035 and his kingdom was partitioned between his sons the stronger of these ferdinand i was a vigorous assailant of the arabs a friend of the church and a patron of the cluniacs 
but he would not render unqualified obedience to rome and receive the censure of leo the ninth for supporting the archbishop of compostella in his pretensions to the title of apostolic primate his nephew sancho ramirez defeated the arabs in aragon in ten sixty five with the aid of william duke of aquitaine and married a sister of count ebulo of russie near reims these connections with france opened the way for rome into that part of spain in the neighbouring march of barcelona the count raymond beranger i invited a legate from rome cardinal hugh was sent who set to work with great vigour and success to establish the roman liturgy and ordinal in the place of the old visigothic use to enforce the decrees against simony and clerical marriage and to introduce the custom of the truce of god the mind of hildebrand was much occupied with schemes for uniting french and spanish nobles in a grand effort to expel the arabs from spain to hold the conquered lands as vassals of the pope and subjugate the spanish church completely to the apostolic see crossing to the other side of europe on the eastern borders of germany we find that rome had lost some of the influence which she had once had there in the days of st stephen king of hungary and Boleslaus I, Duke of Poland, 1000 to 1030. The newly converted Slavs and Magyars had been some of the most devoted sons of the Church. But now, although Christianity survived, the organization of the Church was in abeyance, the decrees against simony were not enforced, the truce of God was not observed, there were no cluniac houses to leaven the minds of the people, and papal legates were rarely sent nevertheless here also the vigilant eye of hildebrand watched for an opportunity of re-establishing papal authority he maintained that Charlemagne, king of hungary had no right to acknowledge the german king as suzerain that st stephen had held his crown directly from pope sylvester the second and that henry the third had recognized the paramount right of rome over the kingdom by sending a spear and a crown to the pope after his victory over the hungarian king and in the strife between Charlemagne and his cousin Geisa, which distracted the country some years later, Hildebrand saw a divine judgment for the defection of the king from his obedience to Rome. In Poland, Duke Boleslaus was opposed to the suzerainty of the German king, but the downfall of the church was so complete in that country, and the duke himself was so irreligious a man that it was impossible for rome to enter into a close alliance with him in ten seventy five however hildebrand wrote a friendly letter to him and sent legates to fix upon a place for the metropolitan see with the duke of bohemia on the other hand the relations of the popes had long been amicable nicolas the second in ten sixty conferred upon duke spitienef the privilege of wearing a mitre which was confirmed to his successor Vratislaus by alexander the second and both dukes on receiving the honour paid one hundred pounds of silver to rome the direct influence however of rome on bohemian affairs was small until a quarrel between Vratislaus and his brother jeronim opened an opportunity for interference jeronim a young man of secular habits and adventurous spirit had been forced into holy orders against his will but he was covetous of the rich bishopric of prague which fell vacant in ten sixty six vratislaus wished to bestow it on one of his own chaplains 
but jeronim was so popular with the citizens of prague that his brother dared not withhold it from him he was consecrated by siegfried of mainz and received investiture from king henry but open strife soon broke out between the brothers Vratislaus had made Olmutz an episcopal see to the great damage of the revenues of Prague. Jeronim attacked the town with an armed force and captured the bishop, who was shamefully ill-treated by his troops. Then Vratislaus complained to Rome, 1072. A legate was sent who held a large synod of clergy and nobles and suspended Jeronim from his office. Jeronim fled for protection to Siegfried of Mainz, but siegfried although jealous of the intrusion of rome into the affairs of his province dared not support him in the face of the threats and warnings which he received from the papal court jeronim then went to rome and threw himself upon the mercy of the pope his suspension was removed but henceforth the pope took care that in his diocese at least the decrees against simony and the marriage of priests should be enforced in denmark the king had become religious in his old age and paid obsequious deference to the authority of rome partly through him and partly through adalbert of bremen pope alexander could assert his sway over the scandinavian church thus all parts of western europe were being gradually drawn more and more within the papal grasp but the relations of the pope with germany were in a peculiar and transitional stage the power of the crown had been undermined by the encroachment of the nobles especially during the minority of henry the fourth he himself had been brought up in a school of obedience to the papacy at the bidding of rome he had abandoned the divorce from his wife he had restored the property which his counsellors had taken from the church during his minority he had seen some of his earliest appointments to bishoprics cancelled by the pope on divers pretexts without offering any opposition but at last he would give way no more he and his counsellors perceived that his power in lombardy was bound up with his right of investiture and he resolved to uphold the nomination of godfrey to the see of milan at all costs early in the year ten seventy three he sent an envoy rapoto of bobourg across the alps to enforce his will rapoto held a synod of lombard bishops at novara declared the purpose of the king and compelled them to consecrate godfrey here then was a direct collision between the authority of the king and the pope who had excommunicated godfrey and declared otto to be lawfully elected at the lenten synod in rome five of the king's counsellors supposed to be responsible for his bold action were excommunicated but this strong measure did not produce submission for the counsellors were not dismissed henry had proved less pliant than was expected nor could the pope rely upon very staunch support from the church in germany for that church maintained an attitude of considerable independence the heritage partly of past days when german sovereigns had made and unmade popes and had been the chief rulers in ecclesiastical as well as secular affairs the royal right of investiture was a close tie between the higher clergy and the throne and none of them dreamed of disputing it the spirit of reform had not made much way roman legates were rarely seen in germany simony and clerical marriage prevailed the rule of cluny had not been commonly adopted except in lotharingia 
amongst the laity the truce of god was ill observed and religious duties little regarded nevertheless in germany as elsewhere the influence of rome was gaining ground the rule of cluny introduced by archbishop anno in the monastery which he founded at siegburg gradually made its way into other houses hirschau founded in ten sixty nine became a kind of central house of the cluniac order from which men went forth who preached the hildebrandine doctrines of reform in all parts of the country one by one the greatest prelates in germany were made to bow beneath the yoke of papal authority anno of Köln, siegfried of mainz hermann of bamberg charles of constance all had their day of humiliation before the roman tribunal and found that the strength of their position at home lay in obedience to the apostolic see above all in the great struggle which was impending the roman pontiff could rely upon the majesty of his name and the august position which he now occupied in the eyes of western christendom the easter synods which were now held annually at rome were legislative assemblies for the whole church they took the place in some sort of the imperial councils which had been held in the days of charles the great the secular head of the empire had presided in those councils which had dealt with ecclesiastical as well as civil affairs the spiritual head presided in the roman synods which often issued decrees touching political almost as nearly as spiritual questions peter damiani regarded this tendency to interfere in secular matters with considerable misgiving and dislike he protested against it as he had against the military undertakings of leo the ninth but whatever check he may have exercised on the policy of hildebrand was removed by his death which occurred february twenty third ten seventy two on april twenty first ten seventy three pope alexander also died and at last the time was come when he who for twenty-five years had been the guiding mind of eight pontiffs should himself be called to occupy the papal chair End of section eleven